Good morning. This is Nomi Segal with a special news update from Khan English News. The National Emergency Management Authority and the Defense Ministry and the IDF have authorized the evacuation of residents of the northern city of Kiryat Shmona to state-subsidized guest houses. The defense minister approved the decision, and the IDF Northern Command notified the Kiryat Shmona mayor this morning. In response to yesterday's rocket and anti-tank missile fire from Lebanon toward Israeli confrontation line communities in the north, the IDF last night continued to strike Hezbollah terror infrastructure targets. Attack helicopters struck a three-member terror cell that was preparing to launch anti-tank missiles. In the Gaza Strip, more than 100 terror targets were hit overnight. Targets included underground tunnels, weapons storehouses, and command centers. A mosque used for terror purposes was also hit. With Shinbet coordination, the IDF killed a Hamas naval operative who took part in the massacre in the Gaza periphery and members of a terror cell preparing to fire anti-aircraft missiles. On the issue of captive and missing Israelis, the IDF says that of 203 known captives, fewer than 30 are children and youth up to the age of 18. Between 10 to 20 of the captives are adults aged 60 and over. Aside from the captives, 100 to 200 Israelis are defined as missing, and there is no information on their whereabouts. The IDF estimates that most of the captives are alive, but in addition, terrorists took bodies of the dead into the Gaza Strip. Israeli security forces continued to operate in Judea and Samaria and arrested terror suspects last night. In Urif village in Samaria, the IDF overnight demolished the home of one of the two terrorists who murdered four Israelis in the shooting attack at the gas station near Eli four months ago. The two terrorists were killed by Israeli security forces after the attack. The defense establishment is checking whether rockets and drones launched from Yemen and intercepted by an American aircraft carrier were directed at Israel some 2,200 kilometers away. The Pentagon said that a U.S. Navy warship intercepted three cruise missiles and several drones that were launched by the Iran-aligned Houthi movement from Yemen, potentially toward Israel. A U.S. official said it did not appear that the American warship was the target. The Israeli Security Diplomatic Cabinet met last night to discuss the latest security developments in the Gaza Strip and along the northern border. IDF representatives told ministers that the war with Hamas will be prolonged and could possibly continue for months. A con reporter says ministers were briefed that a ground operation in Gaza could also lead to an escalation in the north. Khan reports that delivery of humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip via the Rafah crossing from Egypt might not happen today because of complications, according to informed sources. The sources said that Israel and the United States agreed that should Hamas seize control of trucks carrying aid and loot them, the supply line would be halted. Jerusalem said a list of what items will be brought into the Strip has yet to be finalized. U.S. President Joe Biden last night called on Congress to pass a broad aid package to Israel and Ukraine. Scope of the assistance to Israel, $14 billion. The House cannot pass any new legislation without a speaker. Khan reports that Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas declined to speak by phone with U.S. President Biden during the latter's visit to Israel earlier this week. A source in Ramallah speculated that Abbas considered direct contact with the U.S. leader 
being seen as betrayal of the Palestinian people because of the U.S. support and assistance to Israel. With this, the, the, while the two leaders did not speak directly, the sides remain in contact. Global ratings agency Moody's has placed Israel's A1 ratings on review for a possible downgrade, citing the ongoing military conflict with Hamas. The move comes a day after the Fitch agency took a similar step. And in other news, the United States has announced that the visa waiver program for Israeli citizens has taken effect after preparations have been completed. Israeli holders of biometric passports are able to travel to the United States by applying for an ESTA application up to 72 hours before their trip. They will be able to visit the U.S. for up to 90 days on business or tourist trips. The cost of filling out the online form is $21. Israel is the 41st country to enter into the program. Our next news update is at 11 a.m., about five minutes after the hour on the Khan Reka and digital platforms. Shabbat Shalom from Jerusalem.